And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. I certainly am, and so happy to be here. Thank you. I think I'm going to dub uh, the legendary John Bon Jovial. I think I'm going to knight him and uh, make him the legendary John Bon Jovial. Not just the legendary, but the legendary. And uh, so you can. I, I kind of like. Uh, I, I I like the legendarily lovable John Bon Jovial. Well, let's not get too saccharine over this. I mean, you know. Come yeah, on, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ladies, we've been why? putting up with each other for over forty years now. Let's uh, you know, <laughs> let's keep it at a uh, healthy diet. We haven't gotten divorced yet, <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> well, it is. It's great to be back here again with you again, John, and with our listeners around the world, and especially our listeners in Rochester, New York, who listen over WRFZ FM one. 06.3 Rochester Free Radio. Love you guys up there. Some great music and some other shows on there too, but uh, we're especially fond of their music shows. So check them out. You can find them online, rochesterfreeradio.com, and uh, check out their their programming. You can hear some uh, music that you're not going to hear anywhere else, and uh, you can take that to the bank. And we are thankful also for our house band, Titty Bingo. Rock and Rollers from Texas, who have provided our theme song for low these many years, as we uh, now have entered our eighth year of production of the David Bowers Awards. Who thought we'd survive this long? I mean, maybe it's because there's nobody out there listening. They don't know we're here, so they haven't, you know, they haven't turned us off yet. Yeah, there might be one or two people that are listening, but you know, oh, yeah. and, and and hopefully they were disgusted by us years ago. So, <laughs> well, if they're still there, uh, they must be just as sick as we are, and uh, we're glad of that because, frankly, we're having a ball doing what we're doing. We love the music, we love the artists even more, and we've gotten to meet some wonderful artists and. Uh, kept track of them over the years and they keep coming back as a matter of fact today we have three artists who have all appeared on the show at least once before and uh, matter of fact uh, I think they've all appeared more than once but we have three artists making return engagements uh, one by proxy our first guest is uh, has shared a brand new release just came out within the last couple of days and uh, will be available beginning the weekend this airs, which is, of course, the weekend of January, uh, what is it, 23rd? Yes, 23rd, 24th. And uh, we'll be playing that in just a couple of minutes. And then we have two other in-studio guests who uh, are also return guests and have some great stuff going, a lot to talk about, want to get right into it. So here is our first returning guest. It's the brand-new release from... Smith Sisters and Sunday Drivers called Barnabas.
on that, don't you, John? Oh, that was great. I really enjoyed that. They, well, I love a good banjo. I've always been a fool for a good banjo, which is one of the things, you know, Steve Martin, the comedian, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. I think I, he's, he's a funny guy, but I've always admired him more for his musical abilities. Uh, so, yeah, you, 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 you had me at banjo. And I wish we could get uh, I wish we could get the Oaks Joe Bonsell to bring his banjo with him one time when he comes along with us and just you know just oh, pick us a tune while he's here that would be that would be cool too but yeah great tune I love it it's uh, it, it's catchy it's uh, it's definitely Smith Sisters and Sunday Drivers and uh, great vocalization too I realized I I complimented the instrumentation on that and I can't let the girls go uncomplimented because they do such cool vocal work. Love the sound. Smith Sisters and Sunday Drivers, Barnabas. It's out now. Get your copy, get it online, and check out Smith Sisters and Sunday Drivers on social media around the internet and tell them what you think of their tune. Because we like to we like to have you get in touch with the artists so that they know that you're uh, you know that you're liking what they do and they love to hear from you because you are you're the reason they do what they do, just like we are. If you weren't there, we wouldn't be here. We'd be sitting around in, the, you know, in our den, uh, listening to some off-the-wall music and complaining about radio and all the other stuff because that's the new national pastime. You know, it's it's not baseball anymore. The new national pastime is complaining about things, and uh, it's what we'd be doing, right? Right, yeah, John? That's, 
That's that's what that's what everybody seems to do now. Complain about one thing or another. They can complain about politics. They can complain about radio being awful. They can complain about the quality of the food and the fact the waitress or waiter is providing lousy service. But you know what? We got nothing to complain about here because this is a ball. I love doing this. I do too. The only thing I could complain about that out of what you said there, it, my complaint would be that no matter what the subject is or which way you lean on that subject, there's going to be a group complaining about it. Someone will complain yeah. whether you're for it or against it, or even if you I'm don't against you stand. guys having fun on your radio show. I don't like that. It offends me. Yeah. I think we should change our phone number. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, speaking of our phones, we have our first guest standing by and uh, she is, She's going to come in. She's got an awful lot to talk about. So we want to get right to her first song. This is her most recent release. And uh, we played this on the show some time ago. I don't remember exactly when it was, but we want to get right to it so that we can talk with the sweet and lovely Nikki Chris. And here she is with Is This Love? Yeah. 
this is this love. Yes, this is love because we love you, Nikki, Chris. Come on in and say hello. Hello, hello, hello. I love you back. Welcome back to the Oh, we know you do, and you know it goes both ways. Welcome back to the David Bowers Awards. We're so glad to have you here today, and we are fortunate because you have so much to talk about. The first thing I want to mention, and I I was going to mention it going into the song, and I I guess I just got emotional and forgot about it and got carried away, but that was an award-winning single, wasn't it? Yes, yes. So that one, oh gosh, I can't even remember now the exact name of the award, but we actually... Uh, Kit and I actually won um, an award on that uh, just after it was released. I think it was like a collaboration song, world collaboration song award or something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but um, yeah, so fun. Absolutely. I remember, I remember when that song came out that I had just just heard it. I don't know within within a matter of a couple of days, and I I went online one morning to you know to to do what I do my addiction of uh, sitting online and and reading news stories all day long. And I award whoa it won an award already. And uh, oh here it is. Okay, I was hoping maybe I could you know do some fast typing here in the background. Well, and, you're gonna uh, make me you're gonna make me look too. No 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 no. <laughs> you got. Best collaboration in the World Song Awards. Yes, and see, was, so I was you. close. I was close. Yes, you were. That was you and Kit Wakely. Tell us yes. a little bit about Kit Wakely. So Kit is, um, well, he, he's he's a friend of mine, obviously. Um, but uh, makes it better. Makes a, it go easier. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. He is an. Um, award-winning instrumentalist. He actually does. He reminds me, like, the music that he makes is actually, um, I always refer him, uh, refer his music, um, Manhattan, was it Manhattan Steam High? The, you know what I'm talking about, Manhattan Steam High. I want to say Manhattan uh, Steam Hunter, but Man- I don't know Man- if that's Steam Steam Manheim Steam. Yeah, there you thank go. you. Okay. There you go. <laughs> hey, between the three of us, we'll One of those tough words to say. Um, yeah, really. <laughs> but he reminds me of that. That's the t- type of music that he makes. But um, yeah, he's a wonderful, wonderful um, musician, producer, and very, um, very collaborative. Very easy to work with. And you know, we we were working on this song for for quite some time, actually. Um, yeah, and finally decided kind of, to record it. It's kind of ironic too. You were working on it for so long and. Right off the bat, it gets an award. That's uh, I know. <laughs> quite an Make, make I sure you should spend a long time working on a lot of songs. But <laughs> I but know, you just I, never know, know. I know. It is, it is a great song, and uh, and you. you guys do work well together. Great production, and uh, I know that uh, and I, it's been out for a while. But I know the people that have not heard your latest one, which we're going to be featuring here in just a oh. When we decide to finish talking with you and let you go, we'll play the new one uh, <laughs> thing called Undone. I know they're going to love that because uh, I've heard it, I've played it, and uh, I just can't say enough about it. This is uh, this is one that uh, this is one that kind of grabs you in a multitude of ways, and I'm not going to get into it ahead of time because I'll go blow the whole thing. But I do want to give you a chance to tell us about this. Uh, you get a couple of. Uh, enterprising projects you're working on. The first I'd like to mention is the, uh, you've joined us in the podcast family and have your own uh, your own podcast now, Mixing It 
with Nick Chris. What can you tell us about that? Yes, so mixing it. So, well, um, I actually originally kicked off mixing it with Nikki Chris on Word of Mom Radio, but we've decided to move it to a more um, music-centric station. So, you know, being involved in in podcasting, um, you know, really uh, my goal is to interview and give an opportunity to up-and-coming artists or artists that maybe haven't had what I would call like commercial success, um, young artists, you know, really trying to make their way. So that, that was the whole premise of creating a podcast to give them a place to have an interview that they can use and then also get them some airplay. Um, but in conjunction with that, I've also started, um, and we're just now getting ready to, to build, uh, that out and launch it, a new organization with another, uh, musical friend of mine, not only Jean, but we've started an organization called Sisters in Music. So what we're doing is we're going to be kicking off um, Sisters in Music, so SIM Radio Network, and my podcast will be hosted on that, as well as a podcast that Natalie is going to be hosting, various other um, podcasts as as we get them on. But yeah, so we're We've gone from, or at least I've gone from, a podcast on one network to all of a sudden organization, my own radio network, and podcast hosting, and now I'm building all of that out. So it's been moving very, very quickly, uh, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, we are... uh... Actually, John and I are shaking in our boots from the new competition, but <laughs> seriously, so glad to have you doing the same thing that we're doing in one respect, and that is giving one more stage to new emerging artists to get out there and show off their music and talents. And quite honestly, I think that it's a, I think that you're doing this is not only a validation of your talents and your beliefs in the in music and indie artists, but I think it's a validation of the whole concept that has been, I think, sadly overlooked. Uh, there isn't a, an abundance of programs out there that are dedicated to, uh, you know, to presenting emerging artists, indie artists that have not made names for themselves in many cases. Many cases they do have a name, but they're just trying to build further. And uh, I think it's wonderful that you have joined in an effort to do the same thing. Give these emerging artists one more stage, a whole bunch of new people to reach, and uh, gives them a little bit of a leg up against the record companies who can put up all this money promoting talent uh, here. They don't have to have a record label to do it when there's shows like this. And the more shows like this that are successful and come along doing it, uh, the better it's going to be for everybody. So I congratulate you. I welcome you with open arms. And I think it's a, a wonderful thing that you're doing, Nikki. Oh, thank you so much. I mean, you know, it's um, Kit actually. I have to go back to Kit. He actually inspired me because he's very much a, a pay it forward individual. So that was really the premise when I was asked to do a podcast. I, you know, and thought about the concept and what I wanted to do. That was really, um, you know, born out of that. That his 
his methodology of, you know, paying it forward and, and mm-hmm. doing, um, you know, things to help individuals uh, was really how my show kind of was, was born. And, and that's what I'm going to continue to do. I mean, you know, I mean, everybody everybody likes to make money, obviously, in those types of things. And, of course, you know, we'll have advertising spots and sponsor spots, but I'm never going to charge someone to do um, an interview or, Absolutely. Um, you know, those types of things. And and also focusing on women because I, I do I do feel that, um, you know, there's, for lack of a better um, term, you know, there's there's not a lot out there for women. There's been an um, imbalance, no question yeah, about there's, it. Yeah, there's definitely an imbalance, and, and that's really the whole, you know, Sisters in Music organization is promoting collabor- collaborative works with women, uh, you know, getting us to work together in all disciplines. And then the podcasting is just, you know, part of that. Um, so hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, it'll it'll have a, a good following and, and and people will enjoy it. And I think they will because, you know, I've actually heard several uh, women from um, Reverb Nation because I, I, I was gathering individuals to potentially uh, – interview on my show mm-hmm. and the amount of talent even just listening to you know several of the submissions that i i got through reverb I, i'm like oh my gosh there's so much talent out there that people aren't even aware of so hopefully we'll we'll uh help them expand their base and and give them some brand new fans absolutely you know, this and is... i know you're going to be getting some new fans too john bon jovial <laughs> Yeah, uh, and Nikki, you just, you know, you kind of uh, touched on something diving in there like that. Uh, but, you know, the, the podcasting uh, business, podcasting industry, call it what you will, uh, yeah, is, is a still relatively young phenomenon, but it's almost like everybody and their mother is doing this. So what are you going to do or what are you doing to rise above the rest to where people are going to notice, hey, that's Nikki Chris's podcast. We've got to listen to that. What What are you doing? I guess probably the the basic question is, what are you doing to promote it? Well, you know, good question. <laughs> um, I'm learning as I go, so you know, I'm I'm not a not ashamed or too modest to say learning, and you know, probably have already made multiple mistakes, but a couple of Life things that we are doing. Life is a learning process. Well, yeah. it is a learning process, but. You know, a couple of the things that we are doing um, is we're we're working on getting some partnerships with some other uh, women-run businesses, Um, you know, because the whole premise is the the sisters in music type of concept. So we will be partnering with um, some other women-owned businesses in hopes of doing a lot of cross-promoting, um, I'm also going to be leveraging, or Natalie and I will be leveraging some of the uh, non, I would say, non-traditional podcast potential um, avenues. So Instagram lives actually can be converted to podcasts. So I plan on not just doing my regular Mixing It With Nikki Chris interview podcast, but I plan on doing Instagram lives as well. And then asking, you know, having those individuals that I do Instagram lives with to perform live 
you know, while we're chatting. Mixing it with Nikki Chris. That's a great name. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we have mixing (laughs) it with Nikki Chris and then chatting with Nat um, are the two that that we're going to be launching and initially. Um, The other thing we're going to be doing, too, is uh, building out um, informational podcasts. So not just an interview aspect, but also teaching uh, up-and-coming music artists. So this would be for anyone, um, you know, have a social media podcast on, you know, how to utilize social media or the best social media, you know, those types of things. So Mm -hmm. um, lots of interesting topics. Um, And then we'll be expanding into Spotify, creating more, uh, you know, Spotify playlists, promoting our membership, because we we are going to be a membership-driven organization, and we'll be um, providing our members with, you know, those types of opportunities. But partnering right now is probably going to be our biggest focus in Your getting our pr- name Priority there. number one, right. Yes. And I think, I yes. think you've touched on an interesting point, too, uh, when you're talking about the, the live entertainment and, you know, what you're doing with podcasting and also going with live music podcasts. I think the pandemic, one of the uh, one of the few good things to come out of it is it stimulated the creative juices that have created uh, these uh, live from home concerts, the virtual concerts, and in this case, uh, more podcasting because people haven't been able to get out and see live shows, and of course, live entertainment is what has driven the industry forever. So this is a natural escape. This is a natural way to pick up that slack and carry it in a new direction. And I think that's going to be strong enough that even when the pandemic and the lockdowns and everything are all over, I think podcasting and virtual uh, concerts are going to be an integral part of the business. Well, I think they have to be, right? I mean, absolutely. Because you're... you know, and I also like the whole drive-in concert. Uh, yes. You know, yes. That, that that too has been something that I have have sat there and said, oh, my God, that would be so much fun, you know, to, to do something like that. Sure. Um, you know, so, but I think that the whole virtual concert aspect is going to have to be part of, um, you know, a long-term, I would say, comeback philosophy I agree. for I ag- the, the music business, definitely. I agree completely. Now, before we let you go here, when we run out of time, I uh, want to be sure and remind you to stay in touch with us and Absolutely. let us know what's going on. Be sure and let us know when your uh, new show breaks. Now, the uh, Mixing It with Nikki is already running now. Yeah, Mixing It with Nikki, Chris, there's uh, four episodes, actually, um, that were pre-recorded, and they're available out on Word of Mom Radio. I'll be transitioning over to the Sim Radio Network starting in February, okay. um, and we have our Sim Radio Network launch is currently scheduled for the 27th of oh. January. So we're oh, going to launch on the 27th, and then... Mixing it will be right back in February. 
Well, please keep us notified of what's going on, and we'll be happy to uh, help you spread the word both here and on our social media. Now, but last, before we let you go, we wanted you to tell the world a little bit about this song that we're going to play, because I, I love it. I love what you've done with this. I want to hear what you have to say about it before I make a final comment. So uh, tell us, please. You bet. So this is Undone. Uh, This actually was the brainchild of my producer, longtime co-writing partner, Kevin McNulty. Uh, You know, James Bondish, I guess you could say. Definitely inspired by James Bond. I don't want to call it a James Bond theme, but, you know, it's definitely inspired by the uh, James Bond movies. Um, I think he was a little upset that the latest movie was postponed, um, the release. (laughs) So he kind of started thinking about... um, you know, oh, a song to go with this, uh, and uh, yeah, so it, you know, it's like all James Bond um, themes. Uh, you know, this is is very, uh, it's open ended. The interpretation right. of the lyrics are definitely open ended. And we're going to uh, give people a chance to listen to it right now because yes. I'm. We're going to roll this in a matter of seconds, ladies and gentlemen. This is Nikki Chris. And this is her latest, which I think you'll find is an interesting, creative, and fabulous uh, cross. It's, it's kind of a mashup of a good, solid pop rock sound that all of a sudden just gives you that bold James Bond feel. Very Bondish, and I love it. Nikki, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be talking again soon, I sure hope. Ladies and gentlemen, here she is with Undone.
Chris, what'd you think, John Bon Jovial? That's great. You're right. It does have a James Bondish flavor to it. That is terrific. Love it. It is. I, I, I really I love the way they were able to weave that James Bond feel into a pop rock tune. Also love the fact that we've got an old friend from the other side of the pond standing by. Mr. Clint Slate will be with us in about three or four minutes, right after we check out his his tune called Sixth Trip Plan. The trainer's captain, double bluff fundraising, revoiced men, privacy, double DGC, double the strange to bind the
There you have it. Clint Slate. That's called Six Six Trip Plan. That's an unusual title. I think we should have Clint come in here and talk about that. How are you doing, Clint? I'm very fine in you. Just fine and dandy. Now, let's see. First off, you're on the other side of the pond, right? You're over there in France? Yeah, totally. I'm in Paris. In Paris. Okay. I wasn't sure exactly where you were, but I remember you were you were over there, and uh, we're so glad you have the time to sit and talk with us for a little while and share your music. Tell us about... Tell us about this song with the unusual title. The Six Trip Plan. Well, uh, actually, I tend to say that I co-wrote this one with Luck. Um, <laughs> okay. the, uh, the whole new album came because uh, we were in the lockdown in Paris. And um, right. I needed to find something to occupy myself and stay a bit sane. You know, I'm, a, sure. I'm already way insane. So just a <laughs> tiny bit that's left. In this you know. <laughs> business, that's not surprising. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. So I found this idea that I had time enough to um, on my hands to try some things I've read about with uh, David Bowie called The Cut-Up. Oh, and, um, okay. uh, the Cut-Up, in, in a nutshell, is uh, an old technique, um, a literary technique, uh, dating from the Surrealist in 1920, uh, um, something like this, where you you cut uh, a newspaper or something you wrote down on a piece of paper, you put it in the bowl, and what you grab from the bowl, you paste um, and glue on another sheet of paper, and it gives you sentences and words that are and bizarre, you know, and um, and full Absolutely. of images. And, uh, and Bowie did it, and, um, and Dylan did it, and uh, William Burroughs wrote whole books with uh, with this technique. And I wanted to use it for, for quite a while because I wanted to um, get away from my habits in a way and and see what what could come out of it. Sure. And um, and so as I had time, I uh, I decided that we, I would do this and something close to this for the music to uh, saying that I would be more spontaneous than I was uh, that I've been up till, until then so um, every time I, I had an idea on the guitar I would just record it, give it a name a random name taken from the, I don't know the the, the, dis, the name of the distortion or the, or the reverb that was on the on this precise right, melody sure. that I just recorded mm-hmm. uh, so this one for instance was called Double because the first bit of guitar that I found was something that's now in the middle eight that just, this is just two chords uh, doing do that, do that, do that. That was just this. And I sent this to a couple of friends of mine, uh, a drummer and a bass player, saying you can send me three takes of what it inspires you. Uh, Just try to think outside of the box and don't do what you would usually do. Be free. It's just right, an exercise in freedom. That's an, and they sent me some things. It's an amazing and, um, way of doing things. I had I had heard of that uh, a long time ago, and it's been long enough that I had forgotten about that concept. But uh, it is it's a it's a very very uh, special way of as you said going outside the box and getting away from your own tendencies. And finding well, finding new things 
that you are comfortable creating. John Bon Jovi is standing by. I can tell he's just itching to jump in here. What you got, John? Yeah, I got to scratch the itch. <laughs> Clint, welcome. <laughs> uh, it, it is great. Yeah, it, it, it is great to, to have you here. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned uh, David Bowie just now, because while Bowie didn't pop into my head, while I was listening to Six Trip Plan, the, uh, the, the thing that struck me was the, uh, for lack of better words, I guess, a uh, mid to late 70s Euro influence in the, in the, uh, in the, in the tune. And I know mm-hmm. as soon as you, as soon as you mentioned David Bowie, you know I, I got the connection because of course he, I know that he did a lot of that as well. Now, it, it, was this a primary um, motivator for you to create the music that you have, or it, was this just something that well Bowie's got nothing to do with it in my thought process? It just kind of happened. Actually, on this one, it's not really Bowie's more the police. Uh, because the, the track really came when I received the um, the bass riff. Don't want going. When I when I received that, I thought, okay, I have to construct the the song around this. And the first thing that worked with it was some kind of reggae pop stuff. And I thought, okay, let's go full 70s and something Sting would do. But the result is that it's neither Sting neither Ry Cooter or Bo, it's more me because I tend to digest all of this and I don't want to just mimic, you know, I want to do something that's sure. That's oh, me. That's, uh, don't don't get own. me wrong. I was I wasn't implying that you were mimicking. But no, no, I just no, 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 I heard I, I heard I, an I influence you. and I yeah, I, I heard an influence and, and of course I didn't associate it with Bowie until you said something, but I just heard like a a, a general you know, Euro influence, uh, something that you don't hear over here in the States as an, as an originating yeah, yeah. factor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, I hear you. I, I think on, on this song, particularly there's a bit of Bowie, a bit of the police and a bit of queen when they did the game in 1980. And that, but I realized that after uh, that, I was chasing this sound for this song. I, I don't really know why, but in my mind, I knew it had to sound 1980. You know, and and you're right. It's a, it's a, it's a European sound sound. Sorry, from from this time. But Bowie like the... was just an influence for the concept more than just um, uh, music style. It, it's it's really because I, I he used these crazy lyrics on uh, the album Earthling in '97. That was right. a really strange drum and bass and stuff, and that I, I really love. And there are out of this world lyrics, you don't really know what they're talking about, but that's the point. I mean, everybody's yeah. got to create his own home movie in his head, and I find that very interesting. Well, I like I like the fact that you are striving to be creative within your own sound and feel. You know, take your style, be creative with it, use these outside influences, not to copy, but to draw more out of you, and it does the the concept of what you were talking about the uh, the the clip and paste concept there that does remind me of those those games there on online the little forwards where they say you know uh, what what's your uh, 
you know, what's your movie name? Take the first letter of your last name, the first letter of your first name, and combine it with something else. And uh, But, you know, we did have one other thing, and it's funny you should mention this and, and be using it, because uh, Nikki Chris, who is just on the show, has a thing where she does something for songwriters. Uh, she will post, I'm not sure how often she does it, but... Uh, She'll do it one, maybe once a day. She will post a uh, post online where she will give a concept, a thought for writing a song. You know, she'll ask, you know, what do you use to write a song? Well, use this. And she'll say, you know, she'll say mm. something like maybe shopping at the supermarket or, you know, picking up, mm. you know, groceries, whatever. And uh, it's a similar concept. It's abstract, but yet it it, it draws from within you. Now, before we get too yeah. too far into time here, I want to give you a chance to uh, tell about your album. Uh, give us what's the title of the album now? The album is called Dragons. Um, okay. Because I realized that I had used the word dragon twice in, in, in all these songs. I, I don't really know why. And I thought, well, that's fun that there is an occurrence there, a repetition. And sure. And at the same time, a dragon is something that is uh, like a chimera. You, it, it, you don't really know if it exists. It's uh, right. mythical, mythical, mythological and stuff. And I thought, okay, that's, it works with uh, how all this was constructed. So, so I kept it. Absolutely. Now, this next song also has uh, one of those titles that uh, it just seems like it's totally out of context. But I know, I know you can explain it and tell us what dark is wire means. Um, actually, this is the first one that came with the cut-up uh, technique, and I pushed it really far. Um, uh, the, I found an online generator where you, that gives you words and sentences, abstract and random, from the Internet. And I, but it, I didn't just use what I found. I harvested the words. You know, I had to look mm-hmm. for words and images that, resonated with me and it gave me a whole a whole bunch of uh, of sentences very 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 strong to me and when i tried to to sing them on the melody that i had found for this song it flowed and the dark is way apart is really abstract and, and bizarre but it it fell into it fell into my mouth when I when Fantastic. I sang it for the first time, and I kept it because I thought it's weird, but it's attractive at the same time. I don't know if I, you know, it's it it's yeah. gloom and sexy. I don't know how to say it, but uh, you know, <laughs> you, you you got you've got your thought across and your enthusiasm, and that's that's important because if you are enthusiastic about what you've done, then there are going to be other listeners out there who are going to pick up on that feel, and that's very important because. You know as well as any of us that uh, the whole game is being able to relate your music with your audience. And when you make that connection, you have you have accomplished what you set out to. Clint, I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. And I want to be able to get this in before we run out of time. So, ladies and gentlemen, his name is Clint Slate. The album is... Uh, the album is Dragons. You almost caught me there. <laughs> and this is the <laughs> latest release. This is Dark is Wire.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.